Welcome to the Feminine Mistake Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Nicole, and today I'm joined by Hillary, Sarah, <clears throat> I'm sorry, Sarah, <laughs> and Melissa. <laughs> and Melissa, we have a special guest today, actor, writer, Melissa Lee. Everybody welcome Melissa. Yay! We love Melissa. Yeah, she's so cool. <laughs> um, we're very excited to have you on the show, Melissa. And tonight she's wearing black contacts. Yes, I had to be in character for our uh, Halloween special. Um, Melissa is a horror expert. She is. And well, you you yes. you have you directed a couple of horror films. Yeah. I have, yeah, I did the. They're uh, all really cool and scary <laughs> yeah. and awesome. Well, yeah. and my friends are all murderers in them. And she yes. was in a horror film, so we're very excited to have an, a, a horror aficionado and mm-hmm. expert for our spooky October episode. Wow. Hashtag spooky. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, tonight's film is Poltergeist, the 1982 original Poltergeist, not the hack bullshit remake that came out a couple of years ago. Um, this I'm is the real deal. To see that one? I mm, have not that seen was that the one. Hack. Um, look, I'm gonna be shut real with you. Face. I didn't. I, you you liked it? You liked the no, remake? No, I said shut your face, Hillary. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so uh, Poltergeist, 1982, um, written and produced by. Steven Spielberg, also produced by, um, oh my God, her name is escaping me, Kathleen Kennedy. Yes. Yes, Kathleen Kennedy, who has produced some of the most memorable films of the 19, since the 1980s, um, and is now the steward of the Star Wars property. How old is she now? Ooh, ah. Yeah, no, she's an incredibly uh, prolific producer. Um, worked a lot with with Steven Spielberg and George Lucas. Um and directed by Toby Hooper, who recently passed away yeah. a, couple, a week or two ago. Oh, wow. That's timely and sad. Yeah. Toby Hooper also... His name was Toby. Yeah. Was it, wasn't it Tobe? Well, no, it's, to- it's, Toby. it's Toby. It's Toby. <laughs> but it's spelled T-O. It's spelled Tobe. But it's Toby. Um, oh, that also- must have been terrible in grade school. Poor Tobe. Poor Tobe. <laughs> um, God rest his soul. Um, he also directed um, uh, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. A very different Ooh, film from this different. movie. Yeah, Leatherface. We'll like, talk yeah. about that. I think there's yeah. some pretty there's some pretty controversial reasons as to why that that film is so different. Um, oh my god, that movie. Sorry, quick little side note. When that came out, I like really wanted to see it. The remake, obviously. Oh, the Texas Chainsaw. Yeah. I was gonna say, Hillary. I I know um, you're 49, <laughs> right? But, but I I didn't know that you had seen Texas Chainsaw Massacre mm-hmm. the movie. But the remake one, and my mom got so mad at me because I got one of the movie posters and I put it up on the back of my door so she wouldn't know. And then one day she was like in my room, she closed the door and saw this poster, and I she just like gave me a talking to, just a serious talking to. <laughs> she was very mad that I would want to see that movie. Wow, it's great. We should do it on the show. I'm into it. I feel like your mom might have put like crosses in your room after she saw the poster. Oh, probably. <laughs> Most definitely. I think she probably replaced it with a full-sized crucifix. And then you turned it upside me. down. Um, with okay, my mind. you know what's terrifying? <laughs> a full-sized crucifix. Oh, okay. God. How do they really let kids see that? I know. It's like you walk into church Sunday, and there's a guy hanging on. Suspended yeah, in the sky in front of blood you. Yeah, it's just blood dripping down. Jesus. Now that's a horror movie right there. It is. It's to scare you into being good. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because you need that to be good. Yeah. You do. You have to live in fear. Okay. Um, So uh, Joe Beth Williams, Craig T. Nelson. um, Which I was also surprised by. Craig Craig T. T. I'm 
so ready to talk about Craig T. Oh we'll get God, into it. Too. I'm so ready. Love a good Craig T. I love a good Craig T. Last time we saw him was in Troop Beverly Hills. <laughs> and he, he was a was little so bit unlike. He was such a wanker Still in that movie. So wonder. what character was he in that movie? He was the he husband, was the, the, ex, yeah. the ex-husband the, of Shelley Long's like, character. Not He's in it. The dad. one who wore the linen suits. Yes, all yeah. the, the time. white. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, okay. A lot of storming around. Uh, so bef- we're sort of getting into it a little bit already, but before we get started talking about the film, uh, let's go around the table and talk about everybody's experiences with the film prior to the podcast. So um, I had heard the name of this movie a lot growing up, but I only watched it the first time a few years ago, um, or maybe even like a year ago, and I've seen it twice since then, a third time for this podcast, but... I liked it okay the first time, and I liked it more the second time, and I liked it even more the third time. I, I no, no, noticed some things that I didn't see before. Yeah, yeah. Hillary's already shaking her head. Um, we will convert you before the show I'm is sure over. I'm sure you will. You convert or... me on everything. I come in here <laughs> hating shit all the time, and then you guys are like, but look how magical. And I'm like, you're right. And if we don't I'm convert just, you, I'm we'll a... kill you. Yeah, I'm it's true. Total sheep. Um, this is going to end with a human sacrifice. Great. Because it's oh, the Halloween episode. I'm really episode. a sheep, so to- <laughs> it's okay. You can sacrifice me. Uh, Melissa, your your experience with pol- Poltergeist. Mm, I said the first time I saw this, I was probably like seven Okay, that's a good time. My, uh, that's a good time. My mom didn't monitor anything I watched. Nice. So it's probably VHS, I imagine. Yes. And uh, my grandma actually had one of those creepy old box TVs. So did mine. And it yeah. really did turn to that static after. Yes. So I remember mm-hmm. watching that and then that summer going to my grandma's house and being really creeped out by her TV. I'm pretty sure I didn't watch uh, TV for the rest mm-hmm. of that summer. Yeah. Um, a time a good time to watch that movie when that was around the same time that i saw this movie um but i guess well let's let's uh, hillary let's hear your your experience sure um i had never seen this movie and i told did did you think it was a different movie no i didn't okay i knew what this movie was (laughs) um i was like i saw one on the tv and um i told my mom that we were watching poltergeist for the podcast she was like oh god that movie's so awful she's like i walked out of that your dad took me on a date to it wanted to like go to a scary movie she's like the movie was fucking terrible and just like walked <laughs> she just like left oh, in the middle of it dear. so the whole time i was watching it i was like trying to figure out what part made my mom walk out and i have a lot of theories but i okay. know she didn't see the okay. end of it okay well I know she didn't because she would have said something about that yeah yeah mm-hmm. um i have a really special relationship with this movie um it it, no it's it you can't shake my faith there's it's unshakable (laughs) um my mom doesn't really love the style of horror movies that are like that are out now as much um i think although she does watch she does watch american horror story and and that sort of thing Um, my mom loves horror she loves edgar Allan poe um, but she doesn't love incredibly violent, uh, graphic m- movies. Uh, so I don't think she loves that kind of stuff. But um, she loves horror films. And um, we watched this together. This is one of the first. Like, we, we'd watched older horror films, like um, The Haunting and, you know, that sort of thing. And then this, when I was around, I probably was around seven or eight, I think, when I first saw this movie. And we watched it together. And it was, you know a special let's watch a scary movie together thing. And we would get together and watch it from time to time. We had it on VHS. I watched it constantly. Um, the neighbor kids and I watched it constantly. I, I, this movie is like deep in my soul. And it was a long time before I saw it 
more recently. Like I had watched a lot when I was a kid and there was a long period of time where I didn't see it. And then in the last couple of years after having children, I watched it again and it had a whole new layer of meaning for me, which was one of the reasons why I wanted to do it on the show. Yeah. When, when, when I watched it with Nicole, I got that feeling like I felt cause I felt this empathetic yeah. kind of thing for, towards you and i like saw it through your eyes kind of yeah as like a mom i'm not on a mom but i just mean like i saw it that way so um hillary's like just i dare you to make me (laughs) like this movie (laughs) maybe it was a bad date have you you ever considered for you have you ever considered that it was just a bad date no like i was like ready for this it was during the storm (laughs) the threat of the power going out i I mean your mom and your dad like have you ever considered that maybe it was just a bad date oh it might have been probably was (laughs) Or she that was when my ba- dad was drinking. So. She might have been oh, in a bad so mood. He was like more, the- so he was more fun back then. Oh. Just kidding. That's I'm a kidding. Word for it. I'm b- <laughs> Sometimes Ugh. when I'm in a bad mood and joke. I see something, I will not like the movie, but it won't be because I don't actually like it. It'll just because that be because I'm in a bad mood. Yeah. I don't know. I just didn't like the movie. No, it's okay. We'll it's okay. It's always, it's kind of good when we disagree on things. I think yeah. it makes for interesting conversation. All right. So um, that was our experience. That was our experience with the film Poltergeist prior to the podcast. Um, so let's get into talking about this movie. You seem sort of distant. Let's just do it. You look stupid and rich. The house is a mess, Jack. The kids are a mess, Jack. You're a mess, Jack. You have been a total bitch ever since you came to New York. Fascist. All right, let's get into it. Okay. Poltergeist, 1982. We kind of talked a little bit about who's in the film. So uh, shall we talk about this movie? Right off the bat, I feel like it has all the Steven Spielberg things. We've got people on bikes. We've got a fellow riding around with some some beer. We get introduced yeah. to all the people in the family. I liked the guy well, actually, riding wait, around with I'm the sorry. Beer, it actually starts funny. with the TV. It starts with the TV. National Anthem. Yeah, you're right. close-up of the yeah. TV at the, this is like the end of the day. When the t- 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 TV stops. Mm-hmm. Which TV used to be a thing air. that happened, you know, before we had 24-hour inter- television mm-hmm. and internet. Um, the TV did go off at a point and, and it would just go to snow. Yeah, my uh, my grandma's TV actually on whatever station it was on or whatever. Uh, a Native American man would come sit in the middle of the TV on a white background. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, I remember that. Nope, yes. that's terrifying. <laughs> it, it was. Well, no, it wasn't like a man. It was like an... It was a, like a cartoon. Yeah. It was like a still image. It's still terrifying. Like it's not like a man would sit there and stare no. at you live. That's what I'm picturing. <laughs> like staring like back at you. person like sitting there Indian style just like swaying a bit. Like every now and then they no, nod it was at just, you. It was just there. <laughs> He's like, don't you think you should be going to bed, little girl? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, so, but, yes. Go ahead. Go ahead, Hillary. My please. whole thoughts during this were that like. Uh, like one I think I'm gonna have a seizure from the lights that are pulsating out of my TV all of a sudden oh because of the snow um on the thing yeah on the TV yeah, yeah. I was like snow when did it snow gotcha you should call it Aww, snow Hillary's so young <laughs> okay stop it I'm a baby um anyway these kids like they don't fucking wake up for this, I used to wake up all the time when that happened to my TV as a kid, like when I was sleeping in my mom's room mm-hmm. and like it rolled over to the static. It was like uh, immediately I would just like woke up and was like, that was abrupt. It got very bright and loud in here. Yeah. I think this whole family are just heavy, heavy, heavy sleepers. Heavy sleepers. They are like sedated the whole like, film. 
right now I wake up when like I hear a car door like next door at my apartment, you know, and I'm like, I'm so awake. this movie would have been Someone's over real trying. fast if yeah. you had been in this. Family. Oh, yeah. I would have just like woken up immediately and been like, there's a demon in the house. Get some sage. <laughs> you just Get grab your cross. Sage. Not today, demon. Yeah. We've no. got to sage this shit. Oh, I, come on, mom. Not a cross. No, come on. I'm be real. <laughs> I'm going to grab my friends. We're going to come yeah. over. Gonna we're going to put gonna some have... crystals out. Yeah, we're going to put out our crystals, yep. say a couple mm-hmm. spells, yep. cast it out of my house. Yep, yep, yep. Um, so, so right off the bat, uh, we're, we're dancing around it, but right off the bat, we get it, we see, we get this scene where everyone is asleep. We've got dad's asleep in the, in the chair. Mom's asleep in her very fancy nightgown. Very. Yeah. I don't trust (laughs) moms who look that hot when they're sleeping. Jo Beth Williams is a treasure. She is. Yeah. She was great. She was incredible and gorgeous and like all the things that her I'm hair not. was incredible. <laughs> the whole film. The whole I would time. like to I say want her hair that my mom legit had hair like that without oh doing God. a damn thing. I mean, like she just woke up and her hair looked like that. I think we all wish we could have Joe Beth Williams hair and her like she's just <sighs> all around gorgeous. Like I would scalp yeah. her and wear that as a wig, you know, like Whoa. it was it would look <laughs> so good. <laughs> <funny. laughs> um. We'll be getting calls from Joe Beth Williams lawyers. Um, that's just a saying, worry, right? I, I would scalp her and wear it as a way. I would like, sc- just like just <laughs> that's a fucked up <laughs> saying yeah. if it is. <laughs> it's the Halloween. It is Halloween. Yeah, it's true. It, so it's come okay. on, guys. Um, I'm allowed to be creepy. I'm playing with like a weird skeleton. That's true. We have we do have uh, Melissa brought Halloween decorations. We've got skeleton hands and spiders and rats Little on tiny the table. Rats. And I yep. keep looking at skull. Melissa with her creepy contacts and they're so yeah. Melissa's got she wore she dressed up. She's got contacts, black lipstick, the whole deal. Yeah. Um, so mom's asleep. Uh, daughter Dana, sixteen. Uh, she looks she's like asleep. she's like I forgot she was in this thirteen. Movie. She's not like, in the movie a lot. I just um, like, forgot she existed. Uh, Robbie, Caroline. Robbie, the 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 brother who's eight, also asleep. Uh, Carol Ann um, gets out of her bed. Five. And she's five, right? She goes downstairs and she um, begins speaking to the television. So this is the it first like scene of the movie. Screaming at the television. Well, she was yeah. She yeah. wakes everyone up with the screaming because yeah. yeah. she's at yelling at the TV. We we're, the TV is snow. She's sitting in front of the TV. It's um, sort of blinking in front of her face, and she starts talking to it. But she starts. She's saying she can't hear. It's, you know, speak up. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. And she's screaming, and that wakes up the entire family, and they walk downstairs and sort of watch and her stare at her. Well, sh- it's on you. Wouldn't it like, be fucking weird to you? Like, I, would I mean, just I would assume not. That child is having a night terror and run to it. Well, like, she's yeah. not upset. Just... She's having a pleasant conversation. I don't know. She's answering questions, which I want to know yeah. what they were asking her. She, yeah, exactly. Like demons. Okay, I right off the bat, immediately. No, that's. Demons. I gotta tell you, kids do some fucking weird things. Charlotte used to have conversations with no one. Have you burned? Well, sage then in you this should house? probably definitely not burn not sage. here. I mean, not demons. not lately. When she was around that age well younger than that when she was around three or four Char- i'd be driving around and charlotte would be talking and i would be like i would interject like she'd be talking about oh yeah and i did this and then we had this for breakfast and i'd be like what was that honey and she's like i'm not talking to you <laughs> with that attitude i also think that that's just maybe charlotte too because i think charlotte but kids do kids th- talk charlotte had friends. conversations yeah. with no one for like a year and you just kind of you just think it's a weird thing. Morning? You just think it's a, honestly. I look. There are a lot of there's some questionable behavior behavior in this movie. I agree. But the thing that happens in front of the TV while eerie. If I were a parent, I would just you'd be like whatever. They stick their finger in their butts. Exactly. They do weird. I shit. mean, kids sometimes talk 
to imaginary friends you can't see me at home but i'm making quotation marks but kids talk to imaginary friends and it's it's it can be creepy but you you they if they grow out of it you don't really think too much of it personally i'm just saying like no, as a person they, who's experienced that i don't have children they I don't, grow I don't, into so. right writers like i i didn't talk i but i or had mediums s- <laughs> <laughs> but I, I had stuffed animals Conduits that i would talk to i would talk to and they i make them talk to each other and then mm-hmm. i ended up growing up to write and write scripts and stuff and that's that's how you like start to and then you would write. hold auditions for them and then mm-hmm. some of them wouldn't get a call back and they'd get really upset yeah <laughs> they'd threaten to burn your house down <laughs> yeah stuff like that <laughs> um so that's our intro right off the bat um and then we spend a little bit of time getting to know the family after that um uh, where we go into the next morning i really feel like this film does a good job this is something that films in this time period did that i feel like films in this time period They're don't spend doing. enough time doing which is setting up the characters and their relationships and letting you get to know them so there's introducing yeah of the them murders. just kind of being themselves mm-hmm. um and that's something i think this Without film plot. does well Hmm? without focusing on the plot i feel like a, a lot right. of films just like jump straight into this is the conflict like you know yeah this the, the, there's little hints of it um because of course we had the tv thing happen right off the bat but in the next morning there everybody's getting ready for school the kids are bickering at the table they've got some really gross construction workers over yeah. who are digging really a pool. gross i'm concerned about <laughs> I, about the construction workers what she does she looks like she's 13 like she doesn't look like she's 16 or even close to being an adult and they're like hey and mom is just laughing that concerned me yeah that was a real fucking creepy part um so there dana is 16 years old she's wearing not even a it's not even like it's not a short catholic school it's a very respectable knee-length catholic not that not that a short skirt would invite that commentary either but it's not even like She's she doesn't trying even look cute. To, but she yeah. doesn't have like she doesn't look like voluptuous or like womanly. She, she looks, looks like, like a, a child. fucking child. But yeah. Um so she's uh walking off to school. So this is where we get a sense of her where she's kind of like a free spirit, I guess. Um where the construction workers are like cat calling her in her own backyard. Like she's yeah. getting on yeah. her bike to ride off to school and they're cat calling her and she gives them the finger and then her mom the just big, laughs. like three part oh yeah it was an extended, right. extended <laughs> i really sequence. enjoyed that whole yeah. sequence. i thought she was about to start doing the, the macarena right like, it did look a bit like that <laughs> um but to be fair these guys are like eating like they're so gross they're like opening the window and like eating off of the plates that are like and, on yeah. the counter <laughs> Dishes on the stove, super gross. He was like eating out of the soup she was cooking on the stove. It was really nasty. Also, like, why are you, why are, why are you just, why is there just soup on the stove? I don't know. It's like, it was like beans. It was like, yeah. It wasn't soup. It was like sauce. He was eating sauce. In I that thought it was giant beans. pot though? Like, yes, you make sauce in giant pots. Was it pots. gravy, you think? That I'm just trying sauce? to decide what part of the meal yeah, that was it, for. I, I don't understand. Like a chili pot. That's or what like I a, thought. Or like a crab and who boil just pot. Leave? Like, who needs that much Catsup. sauce? In the, in the morning. <laughs> right. Who's making right, beans in the, morning? in the morning? It seems like an odd choice. Um, we, we, we see Steven getting ready. That's the father played by yeah. Craig T. Should we talk about Craig T? Should we talk about him at all right now? He's and cute. How he's the hot, he's a hot dad. Yeah. I'm just going to say it. Yeah. He's a I just fan. kept picturing him as the gross grand, 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 grandpa from Parenthood. I no, I, I didn't hotness. need. I didn't see. I knew no, him as yeah. Stephen Freeling before I knew him as the dad on Parenthood. But um, I 
did not care for him in Troop Beverly Hills, but I... No, but he was a dick in Troop Beverly Hills. He was. He's... He's... I'm sorry. He's so hot. Why is he so yeah, hot in this hot. movie? Like, he's know. the he hottest is. dad. What I, is that? I didn't... I didn't feel no, that this way. Is like, no. No. This is like, no. But also, I don't like him in this movie. Oh, oh. okay. Yeah. Where do oh, you he, like him? He's just <laughs> not essential. He's not essential. Oh, no. wow. He really isn't. No. But isn't that... Do a, anything. Isn't that... That's true. A refreshing it change. Is. It is. It I, was which I wonderful. think we'll get into when we get mm-hmm. deeper into the plot. But I would agree with you. And I think it's refreshing that he's kind of a side character that is just not the he's not the protagonist. No, he's not. And I, I find I myself yelling at the TV a lot with him. Yeah. yeah, he does do a lot of fucked up stuff. And he kind of makes things worse in a lot of ways. But also, like, I don't know. I like how he just gets all he's all like sad. Yeah, he cr- cries at some point, and he like I don't know. I love a man. I, I I'm not, I'm a not a traditional woman, but there's something about when a man like lifts you up and carries you. I don't know. I get that. Uh, I don't. I it's that. like a thing. I I'm too. I'm, Chris has a bad back, so it's just it's not just a thing not that we happening. can do. Yeah. But it's something that I fantasize about. I get I'm not that. Gonna lie. I get that. Yeah, I was always too tall and too big for anyone to lift me up. I mean, I can I can try. <laughs> I, I bet you could. Melissa was really strong. Yeah. Melissa could probably pick all three of us up and then squat. Yep, and just you know? like squat and like spin us around like a basketball. That's exaggeration. Well, <laughs> I don't think it is. You're like superhuman. <laughs> my, my my ex was actually super strong, and he used to like lift me like over his head and do like you can't see what I'm oh, doing, but like like bench like, presses, like ben, bench presses yeah. with me. You know, we also find out there's the neighbor and they've got this whole rivalry with the neighbor and the TV and like it's there's a lot of cute little things that I think happen yeah. in this beginning. Um, And it doesn't feel too long to me. No. No. Hilarious. No, I really enjoyed how no, they I set enjoyed, it up. This is the part where I was like, this movie's fine. Okay. Um. <laughs> all right. So let's move on to the next part which is we get the storm we get the storm the first storm yeah which is uh which starts out innocuously enough they put all the kids to bed um dana is on the phone in her bedroom yeah and uh the parents are just blazing blazing up up in the bedroom blazing up a j and she is bogarting that j so hard she never she roll a new one she did because he couldn't roll him yeah he couldn't do it he spilled it all over the bed well that's a that's a reagan voter for you you know what i'm saying yeah he was definitely reading the reagan book and i don't even care because he's he's so hot i know that i don't even care that he voted i cared so much (laughs) (laughs) that's why she (laughs) she's like and now fuck you yeah i hope that spirits eat you <laughs> um yeah we see like mom and dad or da- i guess we should just call them you know craig d so diane and steven are they're having fun they, even though they've got three kids i don't know how they do it but they're having fun yeah um smoking weed in the house smoking weed uh flirting a little bit yeah. you know having a good time and then and and like smoking weed even though all the kids are still probably awake like this is something yeah. you could yeah, they not like do today basically put them to sleep like <laughs> defax would be on your ass yeah immediately yeah it actually reminds me of an episode of parenthood where 
what one of the characters gets drunk and he has a son and mm. then he ends up having to like take care of the son and, and like oh, uh, his it was crosby his, right yeah and then yeah. his mom no his son, someone is like you you're a parent 24 7 you were never off the clock that's true though i mean you really they're real they're a real bummer those kids you they can't really party like you used to yeah well I like unless you're in the 1980s when uh the little boy comes in because he wakes up or I don't know. Maybe she takes never, one she last takes yeah, one yeah, one last hit. She's it. like, oh shit. Hey, sweetie. <laughs> oh, right, right. Um, can we talk about how she's like fucking perfect in every way? Like we were watching mm-hmm. this movie and like the kids are acting like fucking monsters at the table. I don't want to go back to that scene, but I just want to oh, say yeah. like, like I am like a fucking banshee compared to her. Like I look, I don't look good in those. I don't look good in shorts. I don't do. I don't have hair like that. Right. And I don't wear negligee to bed. And I yell at my children constantly. Oh, like she, all maybe I she do yelled at those kids. Maybe then Carolyn wouldn't summon so many demons. Well, she's so like patient. She doesn't seem upset that she's, she's high. Got clean- <laughs> she's, she is so <laughs> must stoned. Be why if I smoked weed, I feel like I would be a better mother. Don't you think you might? I be. would be so Possibly. chill. There are a lot of moms who smoke weed. Maybe if I was high, I would not scream so much. Maybe not. You'd probably just be like, it's fine, bro. It's fine, Leave bro. That Whatever. Yogurt container there. You can stick your finger in your butt. I don't care. It's fine. You do Go you. Rub it on the couch. You do you. <laughs> anyway, so Robbie interrupts them. There's a storm happening. Robbie is uh, has having some trouble going to sleep. Deeply One, afraid of the tree and the clown. Well, he's got the tree outside the door, but also he has the world's most terrifying clown in his bedroom. So scary. Like, why would you have that for a child? Why does anybody have I, that at don't all? Don't you think they like probably made that and designed it specifically to be scary for this film? Like, no. they didn't for sure. find it somewhere. Like, they, they made it for this film. There's no way that's like a child's toy. I've seen a lot of scary children's toys. Like, that have you ever seen them when they get demented. like dirty and old? Like they're scary. Well, then when they like get dirty and old, I just toy. I just want to snuggle them when they get dirty and old. Mm, I feel like if that was You've my toy, I would have like just buried it in the backyard. Bury the clown. Yeah. I don't, why does the, why do they have it? Like if why is it in so there? So terrified of it. Why wouldn't you just? Yeah. Get but rid of also, it? it looks like it will murder you. It really well, does. It tried. It's scowling. It did try. Um. Anyway, he, Robbie's upset. He's scared of the of the storm outside. Then let me just say, I had a very old oak tree when I was a kid mm-hmm. that was right outside my window. Was it that dead? Did it it wasn't, on it but still? it had okay. one single branch that had grown directly into my window. So and when worst. there was a storm, it would like tap it. No, that's it so would scratch. Scary. Why didn't you? Why didn't you tell your mom to on go my window? I did. My mom was. Oh, I was like, "Mom, it's gonna eat me." Like oh the tree and poltergeist, and mom was like, "It's oh, just a movie." Come I would have taken matters <laughs> oh my into my God. own hands. I would have if I if you all. were my kid, I would have like cut that branch myself. I mean, it was really high up. I'm sure she would have done it if it, I mean, just you would she would have window and snip. She would have had to get like a tree crew out there. Yeah, do it. I don't do know it where you child. One of those. He's tree service. Like, I no, they don't sponsor us. Not until they yeah. sponsor us. Right. They only give us rehearsal space. Okay. I, well, I then yes, he's tree service. Is now. who you should call. Yeah. America. If you're in the metro Atlanta area, <laughs> inside 285, above. They take I-20. care of demonic trees. <laughs> we do. <laughs> we do. We'll prune your demonic tree. <laughs> prune it, or maybe rip it up from the root and like sage the area. Yeah, I think is probably, mm, probably. what you need to do. Anyway, but we're not quite there yet. Sage is extra. Sage is yeah, extra. Yeah, the sage does cost extra. That's a private service that I offer. Um, you just come back on your off hours. And <laughs> yeah. just 
over the hole. Just um, burn some sage outside. So, Neighbors love me. But we're not quite there yet. He's Right now, there's just a storm. And Robbie's upset. And dad, his dad goes in there. And I thought it was very sweet. Lays with him in bed and tells him that if... And we did, I did this when I was a kid. If, the, if you've got thunder, you wait for the lightning. And oh, then oh, I did too. You but count. It's, it's a I, real thing. Like, Is it? Uh, yeah. I'm pretty it sure it's like, real. It's like the yeah. first way you teach kids about meteorology, basically. Is that a real thing? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It, the, because light the, travels the, the, the lightning. Yeah. And so if it's further away, then the light will still get at the same time. But the sound of it will be farther away. So it'll it'll sound, mm, you know, okay. more time past the The same light. way with farts? I think so. Yeah. yeah. So if you if sure you smell it and then you if you hear it and then you count until you smell it. Yeah. Then it's, it's getting it's, further away. From that's, yes. That's, that's <laughs> how many science that person has eaten. That, that day. is science. Nicole. Science. I don't want to try that experiment. Well, <laughs> don't worry, guys. I have now that you live with a dude, beans. you're going to have to. Yeah. You're going to have yeah. to find some way. You inhale so many night farts and you don't even know it. Because you're asleep. I probably yeah. so many night, night farts. Hashtag night Brian's farts. gonna hate you guys. <laughs> no, he's probably it's like okay. actually. She's like one. he's like actually. We all night the one with night farts. <laughs> <laughs> probably we all night fart guys. I hate to break. Oh this no, yep. not like not like my husband does. Oh, I, I'm sure his are special. No, he his body is like a dumpster. Oh, so is mine. <laughs> like late at night when I'm alone. Ooh. I feel like if the it's two gross. of you were in the same room and farted, <laughs> there the would be would like just explode. everyone would immediately <laughs> I, die. I think your flesh would just like <laughs> strip off your, your body. Flesh would just fall right off to the bone. <laughs> it's a noxious, noxious. Case. Anyway, um, so I also really love how Caroline is like so cute. She's like on the fake phone, and she's like, "Daddy, it's for you." And he's like, "Take a message for me, sweet pea." I just thought it was so cute. She's I'm not ready to play with you just yet, sweet pea. No, no, no. Don't make it weird. Why would you do that? Why would you ruin my fantasy? Sorry, guys. That's him choosing not to engage with his daughter. You should have played with her. Well, it's nighttime. They have to go to sleep. He's got to get back and bone his wife. You're right. You're right. Very important. He's going back and She's rolling a J for him. He's like, got to get in He's there. He's got to get in there. He's got to get right those. so weird. Jack is. Yes. Okay. <laughs> my dog, everyone. Not, Not my husband. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, Robbie tries the counting thing, doesn't work. And then we have a smash cut to all of the family is now in the bed with the parents. Yeah. So that, that nookie sesh. Ended quick. Did not happen. So this is when we get this, the, the really, the first really, I think the really big event, the first big sort of paranormal event that happens. And that's like in the middle of the night, of course, the TV goes to snow again. Caroline wakes up. She goes to the TV, start, begins speaking to the TV. And, uh, and then a, a hand comes out of the TV. A light hand. Yeah. Like a, a light misty hand, hand. Like a misty yeah. hand. And there's a, and the, and sort of, Goes into the wall and and uh, like a beam of of, la- of laser, right? Right, but all that wind starts flying out mm-hmm. of the TV, and they don't wake up. Well, they woke up when the house started when shaking. it started shaking, like earthquake yeah. type thing. I don't know if your hair was blown around all in your face. I feel like you would wake up. I guess. I mean, yeah, maybe. Uh, I think I think it's a really cool scene, though. It I love the way scene. her hair blows around. It, it, it it's very the shooting of this movie is really great. I feel like 
It is really good. Um, I get I get you with some of the effects, Hillary. They look a little dated. They don't really hold up, but I, they were like very good for that time. Yeah. Um, but they, it's hard. It's a little, I, I accept them because I remember watching them when it was that mm-hmm. time period. And so they looked impressive at that time. Yeah. Um, I agree with you. They don't really hold up now, but I still think the shooting of this film is very oh, I good. I think the shooting is yeah. really good. So this is when we get the very, I, my dog is, is padding around. Um, this is when we get that very iconic moment where the, the, spirits passing into the wall creates the sort of like earthquake what they perceive to be an earthquake yeah. and this is when everybody wakes up and Carol Ann turns and says to them they're, they're here and that's like sort of the big tagline from the movie this is when shit really gets real so yeah there's another storm it's mm-hmm. a real bad one is this the third storm this is this the is second. the second story. Okay, we're still on the se- okay. Yeah, well, yeah, we're we're getting we're getting <laughs> we're setting there. up for the second. Story. Um, so this one's real bad, and um, Robbie is counting, and it's not working. This the storm is getting closer and closer and closer, and he's looking out the window, and um, the tree is looming, and it's he's getting more and more frightened, and then finally. <laughs> The tree, is the tree <laughs> bursts through the window, snatches yeah. and snatches, snatches him it. with like both its branch hands, which is yeah. branch hands. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag branch hands, right? <laughs> Hair. They were like hairy. They were like hairy branch yeah, hands. Weird. I don't know what was going on there. It was like from Lord of the Rings, those walking yeah, trees. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's exactly what I felt like happened. I mean, it was mm-hmm. legit terrifying. Like he snatches up this little boy. Yeah, it was like whomping willow like, like. Yeah, like it snatches up yeah. this little boy. He's screaming. Carol Ann is screaming. The parents. I'd be f- come totally running chill. in. They come running in. Uh, Joint still in hand. Yes. And well, there was really? I don't actually know. No, there was <laughs> one in his scene. ear, behind his oh, ear, I think. Oh, okay. Oh I didn't At notice that. Movie, I was yeah. just totally making that shit up. No, it was really I just assumed Also, so like, I love... Well, no, they were putting calamine lotion on because of the mosquito Mosquitoes, bites yeah. that they got at the neighbor's house. Oh, Remember, yeah. she was putting calamine yeah. lotion on him. I love though that in this movie because like a a lot a lot of films are like if they're kids the adults are like the responsible ones mm-hmm. and they're like the lame adults but in this movie it's like they're real people that's like, realistic mm-hmm. to me yeah also yeah. I feel like she leave I mean they leave Caroline in the house is that they I do. had a problem with this D- I am not a parent yeah you're the only parent here yeah is that a real thing that would happen. You know, it's hard to say, and I'll tell you why. Um, well, yeah. here's the thing. I can't tell you how I would act <laughs> if a tree were eating my son. But I have to imagine that it's pretty traumatic. And the tree doesn't just take him. It opens up its tree, tree mouth, mouth and yeah. starts eating him. And he's screaming. And he's murder. screaming. And Craig T is climbing up the tree trying to get him out. Dana, the the older daughter, mm-hmm. is down there as well. I think it's just so hectic. And you're like, I think when you have a child in jeopardy that you're very focused on what's going on. Yeah. With that, that child. But also shit just happens. Like, I cannot tell you how many times my youngest, Elliot, who's two, has just escaped. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm just g- using the bathroom. I'm just going to get my purse. Or like I'm I'm on the the playground at the elementary school and I'm watching the baby I'm watching the baby uh, suddenly another child comes up to me and says something to me I look at them for a second and then before I knew it Elliot's running into the street like shit just happens and you want to think that you're gonna make the right decisions all the time but it's just not gonna happen 
But I think in that situation where you're under duress and your your instinct is your like survival instinct because you're focused on this child, your your son who's being eaten by a tree. I can mm-hmm. see how you might forget. <laughs> yeah, you might forget that about there's your other one. somebody okay. else in the house because you're not expecting the house to be dangerous, right? But except for they were kind of warned because the poltergeist yeah. is moving things down. But she's not afraid of that. She but, thinks it's cool. Yeah. Craig T is not okay with it. But again, they're very focused on rescuing their son mm-hmm. from this tree, tree from boy, this boy tree. eating, boy eating tree. Yeah. Sexist. I'm sorry. Keep going. <laughs> the tree is definitely a meninist for sure. <laughs> um, so, and it's, gross like when they finally mm-hmm. like eventually um steven gets him out so while they're gone so really honestly the tree is just a distraction i mean yeah. the, mm-hmm. they've done exactly what the, the poltergeist have done exactly what they wanted to which is they have used yeah. robbie as a distraction yeah and the real person they want is carolyn so while they're gone and this like this whole scene with the pay- child Robbie's screaming and he's screaming for his parents and Carol Ann screaming for her parents mm-hmm. screaming mommy like it was all very upsetting for me I'm sure but the closet door opens and a light comes and like I love this scene it's so great it shot so beautifully yeah and and all the all the stuff is getting sucked towards and it's mm-hmm. so simple in a time when effects were all had to yeah. be practical every it's very it's just everything being dragged slowly mm-hmm. as though there's like a very powerful vacuum sucking and she's everything. holding on for dear life and you mm-hmm. see her little footed pajama oh feet God. kicking <laughs> and then her little fingers start falling off like, like her grip so hard and then oh the she wicker break it's the wicker it's the, the wicker, wicker bed broke. broke yeah yeah my sister had a bed just like that with that wicker headboard wicker exactly bed. did she watch it was movie? the 80s man oh God, wicker so m- there was gorge s- upon the earth dude yeah. there was so much wicker in the 80s and it was not even a thing you just had outside it was an indoor thing I, it's bad wicker, wicker tables golden girls isn't that the 80s yeah. yes yeah wicker, wicker beds wicker chairs wicker bookcases we had big wicker chairs you know the ones that mm-hmm. kind of look like thrones yeah. we had those we too had those big ones with the yep. nice pillows mm-hmm. yep mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. wicker it was it was a lifestyle choice in the 80s. It wasn't just for like the beach look. No, it was mm-hmm. not. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess what you're saying is when we decorate the critical crop top offices with wicker. No, no wicker. No? Okay. Wicker no. desks. Wicker, wicker with like pink and gold. <laughs> I can see it now. <laughs> they're like office chairs. They they go up and down like office chairs, but they're <laughs> made, made of wicker. Um, nightmare. So in a truly horrifying situation, um, while the family is distracted, Carol Ann is sucked into the closet. Yeah. Yeah. With the fucking clown, guys. Yeah, the, the clown, clown goes... With the clown. It's very smart. Oh. The clown goes in first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, they set it up. The clown goes in first, and then Carol Ann is sucked into the closet after the clown. And there's a reason for that. Because mm-hmm. they get back to that. Um, so well, after that has happened, this is when Steven is finally able to pull his son out of the jaws of the tree. The one thing yeah. he was able to help with in I know, the movie that's, like, yeah. was to pull the son out. That was it. Yeah, I know. He's just a, um, so he, he pulls Robbie out of the tree and the, they, they, it tries to grab the kid one last time with like a vine or something. And they, he un- unleashes the vine. And then like, once they get the son, they're like, where is he's like where's carol ann mm-hmm. and diane's like oh my god i left her inside and they run through the house at this point they think she's just 
Well, actually, they get to the bedroom, which is their first clue that the yeah. bedroom is fucked up. Like everything like, is pushed up against up. the closet. All the mattresses have been stripped. Yeah. Like that would be your first clue that there's I mean, I guess your first Maybe clue your would be that been sucked into a vortex inside the closet. You uh, know, I guess your first clue conclusion. is the boy eating tree. Yeah. That something is a mess. I mean, logical conclusion. But yeah, the bedroom is fuck just fucking just empty. So they go in there and they're this scene I think is really heartbreaking too. They're like tearing away all the stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And they have yeah. that little moment it where was. it's just that blanket and it looks like there's a body under it. Yeah, they and think yeah. she might be dead. Yeah, yeah. It's the everyone. Mm-hmm. That's that clown. <sighs> I'm gonna name that clown Terrence. I think Terrence. It makes it makes Terrence. makes it less triggering for me yeah. that we give it a name. Ter- Terry for short. Terry. No, 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 Terry makes it creepy again. <laughs> <laughs> just stick with Terrence. Just Terrence. Just stick with Terrence. Um, so th- at this point, they think she's hiding somewhere in the house. Again, I think a beautifully executed scene. Mm-hmm. They're running through the house. They're screaming her name. Right. And Robbie's just standing there covered in blood. Like they did yeah, not scrim. No, on the, it looks like no, he had a broken yeah. nose because his nose was all bloody. It was great. Yeah, they did a great job. It's because it was like, again, I don't think what I think this movie does well is that it's it speaks to things we're afraid of and it exploits those fears. But it's not so disgusting that I can't look at it without feeling revolted i like like even when though the children are in jeopardy and maybe it's because i've seen this movie so many times before like it robbie looks realistically beat up but it's Mm -hmm. not like so like revolting like he's like missing an arm that i'm just like so distressed i can't watch this movie you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so i think they did the right amount of and they did and even him as a little actor i think he did a great job just looking like he's just went through hell just even in his reactions he looks Mm -hmm. just Mm -hmm. completely shell-shocked really and he's just standing there. The TV's on. There's the snow on the TV. They're all running through the house. They're trying to find her. And then Diana's in the room. And then, well, actually what happens is Carol Ann starts calling for her mom through the TV. And yeah. Robbie hears it first. And then Diane comes in and she's like, oh, I hear her. Where is she? And Robbie's like so upset. Having like, a so breakdown. Yeah, yeah. He can't yeah. even speak. And that's when I love this shot where the both of them are looking at each other in profile mm-hmm. and they're mm-hmm. backlit by the TV. And then you hear Carol Ann, you know, say, you know, mommy. Where are you, mommy? Right. And then you s- just see their heads turn and look at the TV. It's so great. Mm-hmm. All right. So Carol Ann has been abducted by the TV people. And it seems like we make a time jump, <laughs> right? seems like we make a time jump. The family has been holed yeah. up in their house. Uh, they've told everyone they have the flu. Diane mm-hmm. still looks ravishing, I might add. Right? Um, yeah, she looks a beautiful for a woman whose child was just abducted. Uh, Steven looks like garbage. garbage. Like a garbage. Like just person. garbage. Yeah. But I love it because mm-hmm. he doesn't, like Diane is very open about her emotions. Sarah mm-hmm. and I talked about this when we were watching the movie. Very open about her emotions. Um, Steven, it's very like a traditional mother husband wife mother father kind of it's the stereotype typical roles where the mother is very open about her you know her feelings of love and sadness and all of that and and yeah. steven seems to keep it all inside but the way that they deal with that is they have him look like complete yeah, like shit garbage. but like he looks the- like he has not slept in weeks and also like the the thing that the made me think of that was when What's her face? The the short one. Tangina. Yeah. Tangina was comforting the mom, and she, the mom was crying, and she was like comforting her and like talking to her, and 
Stephen was just back there and no one was com- com- comforting him. And I think that's what happens in our society is that women yeah. are allowed to cry. Women get com- com- comforted hugs. Like mm-hmm. people tell them it's going to be okay. And men just like hang back and yeah. just, you know, yeah. it's probably why in the end of the movie, he didn't know how to handle, we won't talk about now, but handle the situation where, yeah let's 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 hold on to that um but please let's bring that up again so now time has passed and they've obviously gotten to the point where they're so desperate they're now calling upon paranormal investigators Mm -hmm. not the police and like this movie could have been very different you guys like this is a couple whose daughter has been missing for like easily a week and they have not contacted a couple of weeks like they have not contacted the police like they killed their daughter um this is like a John Bonet if they had never left the note. Uh, well, we saw what happened, so they didn't kill the. But the police know, certainly I would know, have thought that. Uh, yes. Yeah, that's yeah. why they didn't contact. I mean, what are they going to do? Well, go to the police and say school. my daughter she's is. Five, she's she's old enough yeah. to go she's, to school. So. She was not in school. She's a truant. No, but guys, first <laughs> of all, in the 1980s there was no pre-K. She's uh, five. She was in the nursery. She's five. She's five, but. If you recall from all the earlier scenes when all the children went off to school, yeah, she, she didn't, didn't because she's not old enough to go to school, I think. Well, well no. we also just didn't educate girls at that time. Either, oh, my God. Oh my God. <laughs> she was in some sort of class because uh, do you remember the uh, father's boss when he takes him up on the hill and he's like, oh, <laughs> so and so's daughter is in Carol Ann's nursery class. Oh, well, nursery school. What is that? Nursery school like is preschool, but... It, it's not it's like daycare. With a yeah, lot of but it's daycare and I didn't ever see her go. So if she mm-hmm. went, I assume it was not regular and maybe it was a couple of days. Every Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. Something like oh that. Yeah. Just so that mom could get out, mom get her hair like done, smoke a, smoke a, day, smoke a like J, take a yeah, bath. Take a bath. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Bathroom. She probably needed to do laundry. Yeah, I was Let's be say, real. Yeah, she probably, um, she probably was like, it's the only day I can do laundry and poop. It's the one day of a week, the week that I get to poop. Um, it's real talk, guys. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think it's pretty clear why they don't go to the police because what are the what are they going to tell them? My daughter yeah. got sucked into a TV, and then now they're arrested. I'm right. sorry, but even the paranormal people, like they deal with some crazy stuff, right? But they yeah. should have at least second guessed it and been like, um, well, they were skeptical going into it. They were until. Until the scene. Yeah, well, like, not just that, but like they had the media. Well, we haven't got. Well, I guess we can just murderers, you know, I mean, until you figure out whether they are. Teapots or are flying like, across yeah. the table well, yeah. right away. Yeah, you're right. So we've got the paranormal investigators. Uh, we've got uh, not Catherine Helmond. Uh, don't remember her name. Nobody knows who nope. Catherine Helmond is. Okay. Uh, who's nope. the boss? Anyone? No. Okay. No. Nope. Uh, anyway, uh, I don't remember the actor, the character's name, but she, the doctor, doctor lady, doctor yeah, lady, doctor lady, doctor. Yeah, doctor lady, doctor. The really sympathetic the eyes. eyes. Oh, I thought, I thought so their relationship was oh so God. beautiful. So scary. Oh, she's comforter. Their eyes are. There are real. Well, this is now a good time like to bring this up, something. but there are real female relationships in oh, this movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. that they did very well. Like for sure, we're we we'll talk about the Bechtel test later, but. They're real, like, the the women are the center of this film, mm-hmm. which I love. Mm-hmm. Good on you, Steven. By the way, I just realized that the the, the dad's name is Steve Steven. What kind of a 
sick person <laughs> writes his own name as one of the lead char- char- characters. Oh, I do it all the time. Well, I mean, why not? I mean, it's Stephen with a V, not Stephen with a P, right? Wait, it's Stephen with a yeah, P. It's like when I spell Hillary with, with one L or an E. But how? But how creepy would that be if I had a, like a lead character named Sarah with no H? I'm like, gonna write. All of my mo- my sh- movies <laughs> now. Nicole everyone's gonna be Nicole right. Page. The next one I write is gonna have a Melissa in there, but with like two, two L's, L's and one S. <laughs> yeah. Melissa. Well, maybe he was really. I think he was more. I. I think he was. I think Steven Spielberg probably would <laughs> identify most with the Robbie, the brother, and maybe. I mean, at this time, he probably did have. I don't know for sure, he but I think he did kids, have some kids yeah. at this point. Um, I really identified with the guy in the beginning who was riding the bike with the 30 racks strapped on it that the kids tortured. Oh, you that, mean the guy who was trying to k- p- transport beer? That's yeah, the guy yeah. that, that was your that point was, of reference character? Yeah, I mean, I even wrote that down. <laughs> Actually, it's one of my first notes is I am that sweaty dude on a bike with a 30 rack that the kids torture. That's Aww. that's who I most identified oh, with I in this movie. I identified with the, uh, the guy who decided not to come back and investigate that. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Mm, nah. I identified or with the guy who ate the sauce out of the window. Um, <laughs> so we're, we're, so let's get to him. So there's, there's the doctor, lady doctor. There's not Martin Short, who is uh, yeah, not, the white guy. Yeah. I yeah, don't know what his name dude. is. The white guy. That's um, not T. Nelson. <laughs> uh, not 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 Martin Short because I for years when I was a kid I thought that was Martin Short. It looks like Martin Short. That's a fair assumption. Um, and then there's a uh, not not Lionel Richie, the other guy. Yeah. Who? Oh my God! Yes, not Lionel Richie. Not, not Lionel right? Richie. That's yeah. exactly mm-hmm. who he was. Mm-hmm. Which, <laughs> um, as a person of color, <laughs> I appreciated <laughs> that he did not die. He had a name. He had an important role. He had role. lines. Oh he had, lines. He had an yeah. important, like, he had important shit to he do. He was a real mm-hmm. character. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh. Yes, know, represent. Right? Yes. I yeah. was so excited. Yeah. I actually love that guy a lot. I love. Mm-hmm. I did too. I really he, liked him. He, he had a, his thing was sort of, he seemed to have this real, he really loved the, paid a love of the paranormal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you see him like, drawing like sketching a lot yeah. he has an excitement i actually really love when the family so steven goes and talks to all of them and uh, and somehow c- like convinces them to come check out the house yeah and this is when uh not lionel richie is talking to him about this event this amazing event we watched we saw a car travel a child's oh, car yeah. travel from one side of the room to another and it took seven, seven hours. hours and mm-hmm. steven's like uh-huh. what took seven hours and he's like the the car took seven hours for the car to three to one foot was it one well, foot yeah, yeah, something one like foot. that and he's telling him this as they're going up to show them the bedroom yeah the children's bedroom, bedroom. Like fucking it looks like matilda up in there yeah and, and i love how St- like steven just looks at them and he goes uh-huh i know i did crack up at that i won't lie <laughs> and he just that opens the door and it's fucking bat shit in there yeah there's fucking He-Man characters riding around on horses. Mm-hmm. The compass that plays the record. The record that yeah. was great. Uh, the bed is flying around. The clown has taken He's over. He's on the bed. He's taken oh, that room over. Oh, so God. the spirit is, you know, gone crazy in that room. Yeah. But they keep that room locked up. They don't go in there anymore. So now the... Why would you? I know. You're going to get hit in the head with no. something. The You're going to you get stabbed in, in the eye with a compass. Yeah, probably. Not Lionel Richie. Uh, Dr. Lady Doctor and not Martin Short are all mm-hmm. now at the house. They've set up all their equipment. They're filming. 
Uh, the family is now sleeping all together downstairs. They yeah. don't sleep upstairs with anymore. With the investigators too, right? Yeah, the They're investigators all are all the, staying all over. in the living room with all the TVs on and the radio on, right? On Cameras. certain channels. Well, they've got the TV on the cer- a certain channel where you can hear Carol Ann. And this, okay. this is the first time they demonstrate for them the uh, Carol Ann and the television. Okay. And they have cameras and they're... Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, cameras everywhere and all that shit. Well, it's a very heart again a very heartbreaking scene to me and it was at this point uh and i'll get into this a little deeper later i feel like horror movies always reflect some sort of uh fear in the psyche of the uh, uh, the psyche of the population that makes them like whatever yeah. culture makes the movie it's something that that, that that culture is afraid of and uh growing up in the 80s i have to tell you that a huge thing that was going on at the time was uh, abduction was a big thing, like children mm-hmm. being abducted. Mm-hmm. Um, the you know Adam Adam Walsh, the the son yeah. of the guy who started the America's Most Wanted mm-hmm. TV show. Mm-hmm. That was a story that every kid knew about how Adam Walsh was just playing video games at the mall and somebody snatched him up. And so there was all this stuff you were taught as a child, like stranger danger and don't talk to strangers and this is when uh, now i i think we can point to a couple of things in this film where kids are kind of given free reign but this was at the beginning i think of where people started to turn away from that and started to feel uncomfortable with their children being alone uh because many there was a you know a, a, a lot of high public publicized high profile cases of children being abducted yeah. um statistically we know uh the three of us at this table who listen to my favorite murder and are part of that facebook page mm-hmm. um statistically there were a lot there was a huge spike in serial killers in the 1970s and 80s yeah many of Insanely which who preyed upon children so. yeah so i i have to wonder if the the well, the subtext Palmer of this was film active at this time right i thought it was the 90s mm-hmm. that he was active. he was, was captured in 91 okay well, he may have yeah. been. I know that he was captured just a few days. But John Wayne birthday. Gacy and all of these other people the, that preyed upon. Yeah, wasn't John Wayne Gacy in the seventies? He was caught in the early eighties, I yeah. believe. Okay. But um, all these ca- high-profile cases of abduction and serial killers and and sick, sick people hurting others yeah. and and snatching kids right off out of their front lawn. I feel like I have to wonder if the subtext of this movie is about abduction and about a family dealing with an abduction, even though the abduction is a ghost within your own house. I, I've yeah. got some other things that I think we can point to when we get to no, Tangina. I, I get that. I think that's really interesting. Um, I, I'm also just hung up on the fact that like stranger danger has been kind of like disproven as a theory because like most abductions are by people that, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, there was that 15 year old girl in Minnesota who was kidnapped and kept mm-hmm. for a couple months by a family friend yes and no like, it's true um, but you also shouldn't just you know oh no you shouldn't just like strangers. let your children roam yeah. but like most abductions are and, and i want to return to that because i think there's some some things that the way when we get to tangine and the way she talks about the the care the character yeah. that's holding caroline i think we can talk a little bit more about that at mm-hmm. that moment but um th- at this time when you're seeing the family really gripping with grappling with the grief of their loss it speaks to me a lot about what a family like a, a family experiencing a- an abduction and like when yeah. you don't know where your child is it's like they could be anywhere they could be right under your nose and you don't know mm-hmm. and in this mm-hmm. case she literally is right under their nose but they can't get to her yeah they and she was snatched right out of their house you know yeah Ugh. so uh this is when we have mom talking to carol ann on the tv and I believe this is when, is this when we first hear the the beast? Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. 
and Caroline is screaming um, that someone is with her. And then she runs. This is when she runs. The you you get the this this her running down the, down stairs, the stairs and passing through, through her mom, mother, yeah. which I love. Mm-hmm. I love when she's saying, "I can smell her," because you can't. You can like, yeah. You, you know the smell of your children as a parent. Like, well, you know the smell of any person that you're close to and love. Right. You know, like I definitely dated people where I was like, I know what you smell like. And you if know? you've got a sweater of theirs and yeah. you break up, you hang on to that sweater. Well, I normally burn it, but yeah. But I mean, if you don't feel mm-hmm. that way that you want to burn it, <laughs> that maybe you hang on to it. Monster. <laughs> I mean, you maybe return it to them. My ex just smelled like soap and toothpaste. Like I don't <laughs> really have a. Smell. And now you're like, well, mm, let me bring it back to the abduction thing. I have read different accounts of parents who've lost their children. Um, I'm thinking specifically. Why do I, you torture yourself? Because like this, it's an ever-present thing you're constantly afraid of, and it it's coming. It comes up on Facebook. People will post know, these horrifying. I try to hide them, but also like the I guy recall I went to college with kidnapped a girl recently. I know. Oh God, it's so Ugh. awful. Um, but I've heard of parents who've experienced like a loss of a child, like not just like leaving the bedroom the same way, but also going in there and laying in the child's bed and smelling their clothes because that's like yeah. the only thing they have left of them is the smell that the, that their child was there. Yeah. And so I think that moment is really powerful oh, to me. Oh, for sure. I thought it was, it was good. It's fine. <laughs> I was just so bored by this movie. Really? <laughs> yes. I All right. Get into it. By Let's this. go. Well, I mean, it wasn't like this part in particular or anything. It was just, I thought this movie was really boring. I was just like, uh, it's too slow for you. Well, I think it's very, it was very slow for me, but also, and I do, I, I do think it's because it's a classic and people mm-hmm. steal from it, you know? Yeah. And it's just like, I've seen all this before and it's just like, yeah. eh. like, I, and I think that's the problem is that why I didn't seen it like it. I've seen it because people other people stole have stolen it. Okay. Like, that's fair. I, I've seen every single thing in this movie in another horror movie. And so I was just bored. Mm, okay. But I mean, it's not a bad movie. I think it was very well shot. I thought it was very well acted. Thought the script was a little like sometimes like mm. meh, a little cheesy. Yeah, but yeah, um, I don't think Steven Spielberg is the best writer. No, I, I don't think, think he was very well written. I think as a he's film. a good store store storyteller through film. Like I, yeah, he's really yeah, understands yeah. the medium for sure. Yeah. He's good with characters. He gives yeah. characters time to be themselves, which right? I think yeah. is and important. the characters were really lovely. Like I didn't. Uh, I mean, like obviously we're we're focusing on Mom and Carol Ann. And like all the other ones are kind of like tertiary characters that so we get a little bit of a Again, sense for. Again, that's what but... I appreciate about it is that motherhood and the bond between a mother and her children is seen as something that's heroic right? in right. this movie, which is not something you usually see. You see mothers as sacrificial figures right. or people that support other people. But this is a movie where being a mother is heroic it mm-hmm. takes being a hero no i totally and I agree that. and i i thought that was a really interesting choice and i really liked that she was given the mm-hmm. sort of front row seat in the whole thing uh-huh. you know and i really enjoyed that because i feel like in a different movie written by somebody else or directed by somebody else it would have been the dad who has to come to the rescue and fix which it. i believe is and which i believe is the way they did it this is how they did the remake oh they did made they? the father the oh, yeah wow. Uh, I would never watch the remake because I thought this movie was so boring, but that's a real fucking bummer if that's the case. son of a bitch, you moved the cemetery, but you left the bodies, didn't you? You son of a bitch, you left the bodies and you only moved the headstones! You only moved the headstones! Beep, 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 beep. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you an important message from our sponsors. 
uh, Sarah has been abducted by a poltergeist. She was sucked right through the closet. Just sucked right into the closet. We were at. We were standing by the tree. We were admiring not paying, its we beauty not and majesty. No we were not paying attention. She's in the land of <laughs> strawberry jelly, which if you've seen the movie, yeah. you know what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, exactly. The weird land is The land of jelly. schmuckers. Um, Sarah had an emergency and had to yeah. leave abruptly. Yeah. Uh, we apologize yeah. to all of Sarah's diehard fans that yeah. she's no longer in the rest of this episode. We will miss her yeah. and we'll try well, to she'll be, replicate she'll be back. her wit. We'll be, yeah. Yes, I Hodges think, I don't think out. We'll, um, okay, so let's get back to this movie. Uh, so um, not Martin Short decides not to come back. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's had like, it after I, he ripped his face off. Well, he so ripped his maggots, face off. The maggot. He gets bit, right? He, he goes did, up he into the closet bit. and he got bit. He got why he got bit. Like, why does he go to the closet after ripping his face off? No, that was, that was before. before. Oh, and he then went he in to get a. He, he he got mm. bit and then decided mm. the best way to feel better would be to eat a raw steak. Yeah, got it. And some chicken wings. Oh yeah, counter steaks for lunch. And though, I, mean, I get that. That's what I like to eat in the middle it, of the night. Get it? Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, so after they leave and this uh, pretty epic paranormal event occurs, they decide they need to bring in the big guns. Yeah, and they bring in Tangina Barrett. Uh, or the coolest person I've ever seen in my life. She's amazing. Um, I, I love really her glasses. Like, I wish I could replicate her voice so badly. I know her, but it's like amazing. both nasally and like some sort of New Englandish accent at the same time that I can't quite get to. She, her voice reminds me, and people are gonna hate me a little bit of the character from Will and Grace, which Karen, Karen? the yes, That's not my Karen, costume no, really? Karen's like Karen arch Walker. nemesis. Uh. Oh my god! Smaller man with the no, white hair. No, I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, uh, Sydney, oh, yeah. isn't yes, it? Yes, right? Sydney. Yeah, yeah. Uh, her voice reminds me of his. It's oh that my god! High no, you're right, mm-hmm. and it's like, but he has like a southern drawl, and he's yeah. like, oh, he's like Matt. Truman Capote. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's yeah. very Truman Capote. I feel like they should uh, have done something together at some point. Oh my god! It would be so hard to listen to. They should have a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I that would think be terrible. She might have. Passed away. Is she still alive? Tangina, uh, the actress who played Tangina. No, the actress. I can't remember her name right now. But the actress who played her. Her name was Zelda. Zelda Rubenstein. Mm -hmm. Yeah, equally awesome. Yeah, she died uh, in the early two thousands, I believe. So she was around for a while. Mm -hmm. Um, She went to a a lot of crazy death. Like no, she went into no. She she just died of complications of her age and whatnot. Uh. Um. She went to all the she went to a lot of the conventions and stuff. Okay, she was a pretty yeah. regular fixture there. Well, obviously, she was in the third movie. She was in the third movie mm-hmm. and the second. Um, but Tangina, the character, is a psychic, and her thing is yeah. that she cleans houses. Mm-hmm. She cleans out houses that have s- disturbances. Yeah, I also I'm sorry. Just in my notes, I, there's always something you know in the movie that like I realize I fucked up. Mm-hmm. Uh, somehow in my watching of it and the whole movie I was like why is this movie so fucking quiet and like I couldn't get the volume up yeah. to a point where like I could really hear it properly yeah maybe and that's I, what your problem with it I, well was. I paused it to go to the bathroom because it's on my laptop through an HDMI cord to my TV oh. it was playing through my laptop sound and up until oh. this well, then point you in the movie didn't hear anything well I have the subtitles on I always have the subtitles on well, when really? I'm watching for the podcast yeah oh. yeah huh. I find that would be distracting I actually, for me that's how Charlotte watches movies too. Bought um, the soundtrack to this movie before really? I watched it <laughs> oh, to listen, yes. and it's super fucking creepy. I bet. Yeah. 
but it real their music they did actually was really wonderful i thought yeah a really yeah no the music movie. is gorgeous mm-hmm. yeah so so they bring in tangina she comes mm-hmm. in uh despite She's having like, seen some pretty fucking weird shit steven yeah. is very skeptical of all this, this all of a sudden of this all of a sudden of the one lady but who knows what is she's it, talking about is it does somebody maybe have a little case of toxic masculinity you think I maybe think so. just a skosh, skosh. he seems very like he can't trust her yeah and i don't know what it is like maybe it's the glasses or the homeliness um <laughs> of the character but she is the first one that's not pretty like a pretty yeah. woman no she's and yeah. it's the only one that he is like I don't know about this. I bitch. don't know about this lady. Uh, in fact, he's very sn- snotty to her. She yeah. goes upstairs. She's asking him stuff about the bedroom, and he's trying to send her like psychic, psychic vibes. She's like, Although, "I am talking to the living." <laughs> for real, though, I feel like this is how Chris, Chris would react if I brought a psychic into the house. Oh, I definitely think that's exactly what Chris. <laughs> so would do. I could relate a little bit. Mm-hmm. Chris would just be like, "How do you not already know what's going on? Aren't you psychic?" Yeah, exactly. So. Uh, and they bring like, her in. I'm a clairvoyant, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> and this is when we get the lowdown about the whole thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tangina tells them that the, there are portals in their house mm-hmm. uh, to the other side. Yeah. Um, she tells them that there are lots of spirits uh, that don't know they've passed. They're attracted to Caroline because of her life force. And it's distracting them from the real light, which is going, which is where they need to go to pass on to the next right. plane. So uh, five-year-olds have an irresistible life force. That's what I've heard. They're delicious. They are studying it nope. with science Mm-mm. now. <laughs> <laughs> some some people Ooh. may say they are. I don't know. I think oh we'd have to talk. We're going to down a road that I feel like creepy facility where they're studying children's life forces. <laughs> oh god, that does it's seem like, very sci-fi. That? The last <laughs> X Men movie, episode. Wolverine. Yeah. Ooh. I didn't. I didn't see that one because oh it god. seemed too sad. Oh, which one, oh. Logan? Oh, yeah, you'll cry like yeah. a little bit. No, I don't want to. I don't want to cry. Meet Wolverine, like yes, yes. he did. Yeah, mm-hmm. he I heard that. Did. Yeah, I, I heard that story. Lucky on the. I, I'm glad I, I wasn't there because I would have just fangirled out. Oh my God, my ovaries <gasps> would have been <gasps> out of control. Yeah, I I would have been I'm arrested. Highly attracted to a oh, yeah. to yeah. Hugh Jackman, but <laughs> who isn't? Yeah. I'll take young Hugh Jackman. I'll take old Hugh Jackman. Any I'll take any of them. Any Hugh Jackman flavor you've got. Any of them. I just uh, would have a Hugh yeah. Jackman popsicle any day, <laughs> any of the day, night or day. His or wife is like mid afternoon. You just you yeah. surprise me with one. Mm, I'll lick it good. Um. So ta- <laughs> the other thing is, Tangine tells them there is a evil spirit that is with them as well. And here's yeah. again another but thing. Isn't where the evil spirit like childlike? And that's well, here's why, the thing. Here's whatever. another thing I think it's an brings evil up. child. It's Damien. Well, no, she says it talks to her like a child, not right. that it is oh. a child. She I says she said it had like it was like childlike or something. I don't know. She maybe said it, she said it, it lies to her, it manipulates her, and it talks to her <sighs> in ways that only a child would understand. Mm-hmm. And so she thinks it's a child, but it's not a child. Huh. But it control it keeps her near it so it can control the others. Scary. Okay. So uh, again, this kind of reminded me of the idea of abduction and how people that abduct children often try to manipulate them yeah. and talk to them like children to lure them away. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, I can see that. So uh, they come up with a plan. Okay. Yeah, Which, they do. Interestingly is 
the little boy came up with this plan in the he first did. place. He said it like 30 minutes earlier right. in the movie. Like, why don't we just tie a rope around me and send me in there and I'll go get Carolina and bring her back. Yeah. And they're like, whatever. <laughs> Shut up, little boy. children. <laughs> but that's literally what they do. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the entrance. Makes the most sense. The indoor is in the closet. And the outdoor is in the living room. We didn't talk about from this. The ceiling. From the ceiling of the living room directly below the closet, which, you know, Which, why isn't it like the parents' bedroom where they shot into the wall? Why isn't that one of them? Yeah, why? they don't really. Re- don't re- 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 the only other time we get a reference to that is that uh, at some TV point the, the dog, next. at some point the dog is like barking, barking at, at a wall. Bringing, bringing yeah. it, he wants bringing to play it. fetch with the wall. You like the wall is talking mm-hmm. to him. Um, but oh, yeah, that no, was creepy. I'm I sorry. If, if your dog starts doing shit like that, just move. Leave you should just immediately. Move. Just Honestly, burn the house down. I, I think the only thing I could say is that it's probably more cinematic to have the outdoor where it is. Yeah, it's probably. a lot more it dramatic. Probably, yeah. So also, we've seen before that uh, watches of various different ages have dropped out, out of nowhere from that portal in the ceiling. Mm-hmm. Watches? Yeah, yeah watches remember. came out of it. Did we? Yeah. Did you watch this movie? I don't think I did, guys. I don't think I watched this movie. I think I watched the wrong one. Besides people and tennis balls, that's the only thing that has come out of the Right. So what they do, it's very... either. Fascinating. Okay. It's very smart. Yeah. So what they do is they come up with a plan. They... uh, n- not Lionel Richie and uh, and Doctor Lady Doctor stand under the outdoor, mm-hmm. the out portal, and they yeah. and and Tangina throws t- a tennis ball with their writing. They write numbers on it. That she throws a tennis ball through into the closet, and it comes out the other side. Mm-hmm. Uh, when it comes out, it's covered in stuff in jelly. jelly. Yeah, and they throw two <laughs> tennis balls. Mm-hmm. both come through that's good enough for Covered them now they're ready to send a person in there yeah yeah they were like <laughs> they cool. tie up mom we and they're ready to, to go test this well, with a canary or any other sort well, of like Tweety's maybe the dead. dog yeah no, yeah the I dog no i feel like i would have thrown look, like toast through husband, and then had jelly look, on it that after. dog would have gotten <laughs> distracted <laughs> like delicious look that dog would have gotten distracted by the first that's squirrel true. he saw in there and we that's would true. never have seen that dog that precious little golden retriever ever again so, uh, Put a canary, like a well, mine. they send a rope through. So now they've got a rope going through yeah. one end and out the other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and Tangina is, was going to go into the closet. She was going to go into yeah. the, and, and go get Carol Ann, mm-hmm. But Diane says that Carol Ann's not going to come to you. Yeah. Which makes total sense. Yeah. Carol Ann's already been kidnapped by some stranger. She's not going to go to another stranger. No. The only person she's going to go to is one of her parents. And Mm -hmm. so, again, I feel like a real moment of heroism on on the part of the mother, a a role which I believe women and mothers are not often given in these movies. I agree. I don't think that they're given the opportunity to be the hero of the story very often, especially in movies like this. And she's very, I mean, she walks into death. Yeah. Yeah, literally. Literally walks into the realm of death to get her daughter and comes back out the other side. Covered in afterbirth. Right. I think that's exactly what it is. Um, So, um, and I want to talk more about that. Vaginal flora. Vaginal flora. And fauna. (laughs) Um, And fauna. So let's talk about that because we're we're there already. Is Mm -hmm. death in this movie a rebirth? I want to say that's what they're trying to do here. Mm-hmm. And I think it's done sloppily. Okay. Please expand um, on that. 
just the whole like door thing because I feel like if it was a rebirth, it would have been more of a reincarnation type story. Mm. Um, but, but those characters haven't died though; they're just in there accidentally. Right, but I don't see that. I, also, I haven't watched anything other than this okay. movie, but there is no nothing after this moment to symbolize that they have in any way been changed by this. So I think I that the message of right, cause, yeah. rebirth is sloppy. Because Caroline, she doesn't even remember. Right. Well, we, I think she does. I think it's clear that she does remember. They say she does. She says she doesn't, but I think it's think clear she that she does. We'll, we'll get that, to that part. But um, I guess what I mean, not necessarily, is that it's a rebirth for them. But that death is shown like a rebirth for the people who have died. And the reason I mm. say that is because of this imagery. I mean, yeah, no, when she right. goes in pretty clear, honestly, it's, it's the when they come out, they're covered in yeah. what looks like it looks exactly uh, yeah. what when you yeah. have a baby, what that looks like. And the, the rope itself is very much like an umbilical cord. No, I agree. The yeah. imagery is right there. I just don't think the message was strong enough to stand up to it. You know, I feel I felt like it was sort of sloppy. Um, I feel like but. if the idea is that they're being reborn, then that is not. But I don't know that that's what they were going for. I think it was more about the idea that rather than death being an ending, that it's more it's a beginning, much like right. birth. And but but not for those characters, because they're not supposed to be there. OK, they're just passing through the canal, if you will. It's fair. But I thought I actually think to me, that's a really r- fresh even for in 19, even though this is a 1982 movie, I feel like it's a very fresh and beautiful approach to the idea of death that rather than it being an end, which many people think it is see portrayed as being the end. Yeah. It's just the beginning of something else, which I think is a really beautiful idea. Yeah. And far more comforting to me than a lot of other ideas about death. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It's very comforting. Um, so now they send her in there and this is when originally they were trying to send dad. Right. And then no, 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 no. He, well, they can't get Caroline to talk to them because she's being held by this beast. And so they make Steven yell at her, which he's very upset about. Yes. Which I thought was also another beautiful moment. He's the disciplinarian, right? Well, he's like, I would never spank my kids or. Yeah. yeah, Yeah. So while uh, once Diane goes into the portal, this is when Tangina begins trying to guide the other spirits into the light. Right. And Stephen, uh, toxic masculinity, to borrow a phrase from another podcast, mm-hmm. ruins the party. Stephen like does not will not trust yeah. her. Does not trust what's being done. He does the thing he's not supposed to do, which is freaks the fuck out mm-hmm. and tries yeah. to pull and tries to pull Diane back Diane out, back. which probably would have killed her. Yeah. Um, possibly, well, probably, possibly both of them. Yeah, if she already had mm-hmm. Carol Ann. So fortunately, Diane, probably knowing that her husband is a doofus, got, got Carol Ann real quick, and he's yanking on yanking on the uh, um, umbilical cord on the yeah. umbilical cord, and and loses his grip, and they fall out the other side. But because yeah. of did the beast, comes pull the beast out a bit. Yes, mm-hmm. of the upstairs closet, which was very which smart. Was, yeah, yeah. Which, I mean, that could be like the pain of childbirth right i well i suppose i feel like it's i think <laughs> in this really case trying to make this no no no, no i think the birthing works the imagery <laughs> of it I, I think that that's really just a re- representation of this evil thing like i think it's just us seeing the the monster that's hiding in there 
I think yeah. he's it really is just the monster. Mm-hmm. But he uh, is he's unable to sit back and perform the role that he's supposed to. He's not confident enough in the people around him to let them take control. Yeah. And he tries to step in and freaks out and fucking shit up. F- fucking shit up. All, they uh, they fall through and then they, they put them in the tub. And for a second there, you're not quite sure whether they're going to wake up or not alive or dead. Yes. And they're all covered in the in the strawberry in the jelly, jelly with the worst sound effect added in. What? Oh, oh, my God. It was like. Oh, was that when they were wiping like, them off? Yes. Yeah. And it was like they were literally just wiping this jelly off of their forehead, which is a silent activity. <laughs> and <laughs> it was sounded like. I don't know. It made me want to so put a jelly worst. on a bagel, if no, you know what I'm saying. It made me so unhappy. <laughs> it like made me think of all the times that Thomas talks about how he has to make sound effects and the yeah. weird shit he uses. I yeah. was like, I bet that's like two chicken breasts being rubbed like together. Like there's under Thomas. A Thomas, you're really thinking slowly, of Thomas you know? somewhere just like, like slapping some chicken breast together, yeah, like shoving his fist in some jelly, like <laughs> making that noise. You know, like that's what I'm picturing right now because yes. I know how those sounds are made. Yes, and it makes me really sad. He's definitely out. done some weird things for sound effects right so were you in the film where he used a whole ham yeah like that was that's, that was uh that thirsty was yeah. 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 yeah yeah we've done some interesting things <laughs> <laughs> so uh they do wake up and now mm-hmm. uh it, which again i think is a beautiful moment again they're not not i'm not necessarily they're being reborn but there is something very s- reminiscent to me of of how dangerous it is to bring a child into the world, like how dangerous it is for a mother. The mother's body is the one that's being put through that, which is exactly what happens mm-hmm. in this movie. Um, death is always a possibility and uh, death for both. So you're no, so when you are the, the act of even bringing a child into this world could be your death or the death of the baby. And now it's more likely than ever. <laughs> I'm trying to care. That's dark as fuck. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> um, it's reality. Happy Halloween. <laughs> Thank God you're done, right, Nicole? Thank God. Don't have um, kids. Well, for the next right, life. Nicole. You never, years. you never know. I mean, it depends on whether they put me in the breeding, it, whether That's or not true. they fi- find me fit for the breeding. You camps. have successfully had. Three, it's true. So. They might mark me a breeder. We're not sure. Yeah. They're probably just gonna mark me a house slave. You know, I'm just like I'm not good for much else. They're like, we're cooking. gonna we're gonna put her. We're gonna have her making chicken stock. Yeah, they're like, she's pretty portly, and I hear she makes a killer chicken stock. We're gonna put her in the kitchen. Great, I'm I'm coming up on too old for kids. No, no. come yeah. on. Hey, hey, hey. I'm yeah. not gonna be marked. Um, you have burbing skin. You just need to lie. There's not a wrinkle on your face. I'm like, gonna I be like, you're I'm very hydrated old. and have I'm never two hundred years old. I'm two hundred and fifty-six. <laughs> So they successfully (laughs) rescue Carol Ann. I thought it was really cute. They like for a while, you're not sure if they're going to breathe or not. Finally, everybody takes a breath Mm -hmm. and the little girl opens her eyes and she says, hi, daddy. And then the 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 paranormal scientists close the bathroom door and leave them alone, which I thought was so sweet. That was a really sweet moment. And then what's her name? Tangina. Tangina. I want to call her Tangerine. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) She like kind of tries to gussy herself up a bit to say mm-hmm. and her hair's all yeah, frazzled hair's all we didn't talk about the lighting in that closet scene like in that room but i love the lighting in there it's really good yeah but yeah she's just gets in front of the camera and mm-hmm. she's like this house is clean yeah but, but is it? <laughs> what is it? <laughs> what is it? so uh, 
immediately after rescuing Carol Ann, they do what any normal family would do. They sleep, they sleep in the house one morning. Right. They yeah. go right back to normal. Yeah, they go right yeah. back to well, normal. Well, no, they're moving. They're, they're moving, moving. But they're staying in the house while, while Steve, they move. While they yeah. move, which is wh- why? I don't like, know, wh- Why? I'm not I don't know. sure. Um, and why like, are the children? gray hairs now. Yeah, she's too. got some after gray hairs. Yeah. Her change. Why are the children still sleeping in the bedroom? Well, can Why I, did can mom leave them the alone? Really quickly, though? What the gray hair? Oh yeah, scene? sure. I thought it was. I thought I really did like that moment because I, I thought that she was very proud of them. Mm-hmm. She also shows Carol Ann, and she's like, "Do you like it?" And Carol Ann's like, I "Oh, don't the know. Dana, the the teenage daughter." Or mm-hmm. was it yeah, Dana? Yeah, who said Dana. That? Yeah. yeah. Either way, they were like, "Yeah, I don't know, mom." And like, but I liked it because it was this moment of like my battle scars. I like, fucking, I fucking went through saved something. my kid and yeah. like got these battle scars for it. And I look a badass. Well, and she's like, fucking hot. Yeah. With and or I without mean, the I hair. loved it. It also was like just the perfect place for grays, you know, yeah. you're going to have them just per- like, you know, a um, couple perfect strands. Exactly. Yeah. So, but I really liked that moment too. And I thought yeah. that that was a good moment too. Like, cause I feel like every time you see a man going to battle, you see him afterwards bragging about his battle scars, you know? And like, I survived this thing and like this is mm-hmm. the scar I got from it. And it's like she has that same thing. Yeah. And I really I did that. like that moment. Yeah. It was a very small touch. And then I hated when she was dying. It, it made me really sad. When yeah. She was so Stephen goes off to take care of something. Um, they put yeah. the children to bed in the bedroom where they were where they were abducted recently by abducted uh, by spirits. a demon yeah. or eaten by trees, whatever. Um, <laughs> or and eaten by trees. and then uh, mom goes to take a little bath, a little bath mm-hmm. in the spa. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the oldest daughter, what? She goes out on a date. She goes out on a date. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Business as usual. Mm-hmm. I This is the part that I really can't get behind because I feel like I would, once my kid was yeah. out, I would never I would go house. back to that house again. I'd pay movers. I would have somebody I would come never and go back. I would me. buy new shit. Yeah, that shit would be cursed. Right. You're right. I wouldn't even I would keep that just shit. Buy new shit. No, I would buy that. Right. I would buy new shit. I, I might move to a new state. I don't know. <laughs> change my name. <laughs> change my appearance. <laughs> I know so those things will follow you. Security number. Yep. They could have really just went in a taxi to wherever they sent their child in the first exactly. place. Exactly. Right? Wherever they sent like, him. Wherever they went. Why can't they just go there? <laughs> that abandoned field that they sent their child right. to. Were like, well, Robbie be came back, so we know he's okay. He we, made it we, through. He, he, they came ba- he came back, so we the know he's okay. The cab driver didn't kill him. Luckily. <laughs> Um, so, uh, during the night, shit starts getting weird again. Yeah, the clown Starting with the clown, which, why is that fucking clown still there? So, in the same chair. In the same chair. I'm like, wait, if you were moving, why didn't you pack the fucking clown? Are you trying to punish your son? Right. Fucking pack the clown first. Or get rid of, why is it even there? Anyway, the the clown tries to kill Robbie. Yeah. Yeah. It just randomly slips off the chair and he is such a brave little Mm-mm. kid because he's looking over his bed like where this clown Look, go? you were almost eaten by a tree. Like yeah. get your sister and get the fuck out of that room. Mm-hmm. Right? Just be like, Mm-mm. yeah, no, get out of there. Get out of there. Get out. <laughs> get out. Get out. So the clowns, again, they're trying to use Robbie as a decoy. I almost. Think, again, it seemed like so that was what was going on. Do the same thing again. But Robbie tears that fucking Robbie clown up. was yeah. done and he just starts shredding the clown he was not to be trifled with no and no. he really lays into that clown right the stuffing's coming out and everything which i loved it should yeah um 
meanwhile, mom is uh, being. Um, uh, is she, there's a the ghost is getting a little rapey. Yeah, yeah, like getting real pull, rapey. Pulling up her clothes, clothes yeah. and pulling her up on the ceiling. Yeah. like well, yeah. there, this is well, again this is the, the use of the revolving too. room. This yeah. is how they use the to them. Well, and this was the first scene too that like sort of shocked me in the like graphically sexual nature of yeah. it because there it's been sort of avoided in this yeah. until now, mm-hmm. and then it's like she is suddenly being like assaulted, assaulted sexually by, by ghost. a ghost, yeah. and it was like very like. Is it it's, incubus or a succubus? It seemed out of or female place to a, me. I think succubus is a female one. Incubus is the male one. I feel like it seemed out of place. It felt very out of yeah, place it to did, me. It didn't feel... That was one um, of the, the one thing that I was like, this seems wrong in this movie. It doesn't make sense. I feel like they just wanted yeah. to use the revolving room. No, the revolving room was <laughs> yeah. cool, but they didn't have to like put the yeah. I think that's clothes. The, well, that, yeah. It was really weird and awkward. And Yeah, that it just... I mean, maybe they didn't know how else to get to the rest of it but it just seemed kind of out of place it did it was definitely out of me as well now they actually um filmed there was more to that scene that got cut but there was actually like goo that came out of the ceiling and like came over her and was like groping at her and stuff and steven spielberg didn't like it and they didn't use it but there are photos of it but they he didn't like the way that the effect turned out and they cut that stuff i think that's a good call the effect that he didn't like wait well there were some um Meanwhile, back in Robbie and Carol Ann's room, Rob, the, the closet is opened up again. And here's why I think Carol Ann does remember. So uh, Diane tells Stephen that Carol Ann doesn't remember anything right. that happened. Mm-hmm. But as soon as the closet door opens and the light goes on, she says, right. she says, no more. Yeah. Like she doesn't want. You're right. She doesn't want it to happen again. So I think she definitely remembers and maybe uh, just yeah. doesn't want to we'll talk, talk about, about it. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so the private six year old. Right. You know? Well, I mean, we're she's going to deal with this she's on fine. her own. Yeah. She's like, I've got this. She's I like, don't... I'm going to smoke a cigarette and just get over it. She's don't like, I can't me. trust my parents. They're stupid. <laughs> Why am I in this house? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the closet begins sucking both of the children. The closet at this point has turned into a, an enormous vagina. Yeah. A very large, gooey vagina. I got, I got a okay. But did it have teeth? Earlier, <laughs> you got you got what? A great accidental vagina shot earlier while I was cooking myself dinner. Oh, so I'll share that with Delish. you later. <laughs> Delish. But yeah, again, I think it's this again this birth thing where the the canal to to the the in between is very yeah. vaginal. But they're getting sucked in, which is the weird thing. Well, I mean, isn't that how we all began? Began. began. I don't think I. <laughs> I don't think it was a sucking. Oh, was so it? No. Was a, but it was did a, the was vagina a, have teeth? I <laughs> felt like it had teeth. It didn't. It didn't. But it did it have like, like a tongue, tongue almost. Yeah, something, yeah, something yeah. tongue-like about it. So the vagina closet is trying to suck them in. Mom is having a hard time. She can't even get into the room, but she is trying her She's hardest. She's trying hard that to get into that room. Ghost is throwing her all over the place. Ugh. Well, it doesn't repel her out. She gets back in. She, and she even in gets the door open, and the kids are just mm-hmm. hanging off that wicker. The wicker bed. bed that broke before. They replaced that wicker bed. That was important. That they well, got it was a new just a wicker piece bed that came off. But um, so the kids again uh, for a very uh hero moment for mom. Mm-hmm. Um, she grabs the children. She grabs Robbie. Robbie grabs Carol Ann and mm-hmm. she uses her strength and might to, to pull, pull, pull the children out. Mm-hmm. out of the bedroom. Yes. Um, 
which I think is a really beautiful scene. And then she runs downstairs with the kids. And then Steven comes back. Comes back. Like, what good, what use are you? Breakdown moment. Don't worry, honey. Picked up the milk. It's like an hour later, he's still staring at the house. Well, he, this is when Steven puts everything together. Yeah. And he's basically, well, the, and boss, the boss shows up and he's like, you moved the, he's basically, he's like, you moved the bodies, but you didn't move the headstones. No, or you moved the, the headstones, headstones but, but you didn't, didn't move, move the bodies. You didn't move the bodies. What? What? That was I was confused. I'm like, okay, was that the best take that they had I of know. his scream? Well, they definitely cut away. Oh my gosh, yeah. That. It was too much. It was way too much. Craig T was giving it his 1000%. Yeah, he was using those acting classes, man. He, he was, was he was giant. So he was emo- he was that em- was some <laughs> schmacting for me right <laughs> there. Yeah, he was emoting yeah. as fuck right yeah. now. Yeah. Emoting <laughs> as fuck. Um. So, this is they're finally gonna leave this fucking house, and they, they get in the car, and st- Stephen can't do anything. He right. can't, he can't get, get it together. Get a key in the fucking How many car? keys are you a janitor? How many keys are on that keychain? <laughs> you got one for the house. Or do you have keys for the entire neighborhood? He your keys for everybody's car, just in Jesus. case. Like, oh, Mike, you forgot. You lost your keys. Don't worry. Meanwhile, I got the you son's there. telling him to leave to go, and the, what the teenage daughter? What's her name? Dana. Oh, Dana r- arrives. Arrives covered in hickeys. Yeah, yeah. Just hot to trot. Just covered so in hickeys. And this it. is when she gets her big moment. Yeah. She's yeah, and then uh, <sighs> the little brother is telling dad to leave without the sister. Basically, is, is what that is what ha- happening? Oh, yeah. Where he's like, go, go. Well, go, I mean, wouldn't you? Bitch. You were almost killed by a clown, yeah. a tree. Uh, you were almost yeah. sucked, sucked into, into a vagina, vagina closet. <laughs> These kids are going to need some therapy, is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, a coffin flies in onto the car, and a body like just flies <laughs> onto the window. <laughs> um, finally, they back out. Finally, and finally he gets it together right. and he can drive. And they're driving off and the house implodes. Yes. This is what I imagine will happen to the White House once Trump finally leaves office. Oh It'll it just, will need the, to The implode. White House will just collapse on itself. And I hope it, it happens before he leaves. I hope you just want him to be like in the there. The next time he's like soundly sleeping. When The next time he's tweeting on the toilet, yeah. the house just collapses. <laughs> Um, Next time he's tweeting on his toilet, like messaging his doctor, like I need to refill my prescription of Viagra. <laughs> Fortunately, does, it's covered by my insurance. Does the U.S. government's health insurance cover? Oh yes, yes, it does cover. It does cover that. Yes, indeed. Not mm-hmm. birth control though. No. Well, you're on your own there. Should be having sex. Uh, yeah, I mean, you just you gotta let those boners go to waste. <laughs> let him get the boners. That's and the PSA like, that we've 30. all been waiting for. <laughs> don't let your boner go to waste talk to your doctor <laughs> about the pullout method okay oh, um no. so uh the house gets sucked a- into a-, a hole um and uh the family drives off into the sunset um not exactly no. they go to a motel <laughs> six <laughs> yeah. they i like that ending better the one good the thing sense. at the end that he does though Oh my god, I fucking love that. I love he puts the TV outside. I love yeah, when was, he puts the great. TV out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have creepy children singing us yeah. out into the credits. Yep. Final thoughts. Um, I thought this movie was super boring. I would never watch it ever again. 
but it was yeah. fine. I mean, like, fuck you. There were good things about <laughs> we it. Love I this thought movie. it was super boring. Um, but also, it's probably like the most maybe fucking feminist try, film we've watched this right? podcast. Maybe you so. should try watching the movie with the sound on next. Time. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's what I need to do with the fucking sound on. Uh, I just thought it was a God, boring. This movie. movie's so boring. I can't hear a word they're saying. <laughs> Is this a silent film? I'm so I, like, confused. I, y'all, I literally like had my TV up on like 50, and I was like, "Why can I not hear this? I don't understand." And then it was just. It but was you like, agree, this is like the most feminist film we've watched oh, hands this entire down. year. Mm-hmm. Hands down, the women in this film were incredible. It was based around women and women's stories. I thought that motherhood was a huge theme in it. Um, I like that women were the heroes in every way, shape, and form. Yep. Like they are not the ones who chicken out when they see maggots in their food. They are nope. not the ones who leave. Nope. And They're they stay the and fight the battle. Out. You know, and like I, I liked that a lot. But I did think this movie was so fucking boring that I just wish I had gone to bed early instead. Okay, I feel like you should watch the remake and then I might have okay, to like punch you in the face if you like, like it. Oh, got it. I love this movie. I think if you like the remake, I might. I mean. Oh, I doubt I'd like the remake. I really doubt it. And I really, I really truly just think that my problem with it is that I've seen it all before because that this is the because classic. people you know, stole it. And yeah. people stole parts yeah. from this. And I really sure. do think that that's the problem. Yeah. Like, makes sense. And I, I fully recognize that, but I thought this movie was super boring. <laughs> she hates it. So Hillary hates it. it. It's boring. Move on. I don't hate um, it. It's fine. <laughs> I love this movie. <laughs> it, I don't know, just watching it at seven and then watching it again as an adult. I don't know. It's just nostalgic probably for me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I would, I would recommend this movie to anyone, especially if you have children. I think it's, uh, I think, well, no, I'm just saying like, I think, I think it's a great movie for anybody, but I think it touches me in a completely different way as a parent than it did when I originally saw it. And, um, I agree. I think it's a feminist ghost story. Um, Mm -hmm. and I appreciate that. That's shocking. I'm like really thrilled about that. I think that's really cool. Yeah. And I adore this movie and I would watch it anytime. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so scared. Welcome to Nervous Breakdowns. Nervous Um, Breakdowns. Nervous Breakdowns. This is the part of the show where we read really well-written casting breakdowns that are super feminist super feminist just kidding <laughs> they're fucking nightmarish yeah all right what do we got today all right um here do you want to you want to read this yes first this one? one was sent uh, to us by a listener sent to us by a listener we were and tagged in instagram uh so this is actually an instagram post uh isabel supporting 25 to 32 years old all ethnicities female beautiful so tall model like and brilliant Isabel is a research assistant of Paul at MIT. And then in bold, role requires possible full nudity in all caps <laughs> and working with large snakes, parentheses, pythons. Actress must not have any fear of snakes. I know a lot of models <laughs> who are looking to get into some snake bits. So Snake bits. Snake work, as yeah. we like to call it yeah, in, the, in the biz. Snake work. Um, that is not porn for those of you who uh, are not in the biz like mm, us. No, it's actual um, snakes. It's actual snakes. Yeah, pythons, in fact. Um, um, so thank you, listener, for sending that in. Must yeah, yeah. Actors must not fear snakes. Okay, this is my weird one. I'm going to save it okay, in case you right. want to cut it okay, out. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to read a different one and we'll come back to my okay. weird one. I'm re- excited about the weird one. <laughs> um, okay, so this one is just for corpses. 
chorus ensemble female oh no, 25 stop, to 70 stop 25 to 70 yes that's a wide that's a range wide range at least they're open-minded <laughs> but no 18 year olds no in this groundbreaking female empowerment piece oh god the corpses will serve as the haunting women in the morgue as alice's job dissolves into a nightmare they are key players and while nudity is required this project aims to empower women oh thank god special effects will also be applied so that nudity is less defined so like scars on your boobs (laughs) not blurs but just less defined But maybe just like like a casual bullet hole where your nipple should be yeah exactly (laughs) yikes um, well, that was special. That one was special. Is this the weird one? Nope, this is just another one. I okay. found a bunch, so you can. All right, here we go. Selection while I. Oh write. my god! All right. It's asking me a tum- It's asking me about Tumblr. Okay, here we go. Zombie cheerleader number one, female, eighteen to thirty. Though she is the most classically pretty of the zombies, zombie cheerleader number one is far along in the decomposition process. This doesn't stop her from flaunting what she got. <laughs> it's one of my favorites, man. Oh I love it. Oh my god, this sexy zombie. <laughs> I have to say, we had a harder time finding nervous breakdowns than usual. Way harder time. I actually got a bunch of these off Tumblr. Um, yeah, and so I I don't know if the season is slow or if people are just catching on. Maybe people are maybe just catching this on. kind this of shit is, is making really working. No, I just mean in general, like yeah. all the women who've called out bad casting breakdowns. I have to wonder if it's starting to make people rethink things a little bit and try to put their misogyny into other subtler ways in casting that don't involve yeah. the actual breakdown. Hey, Feminine Mistake Podcast fans, before we jump into the plug section, I've got a couple corrections for you. You see, we often record these episodes in advance, and sometimes when you're doing a show, some information changes or you get new information. So just wanted to update you a little bit on one of the plugs that we'll be doing for Critical Crop Top in this segment. We'll be performing our brand new live sketch show, Critical Crop Top Presents Afterlife, on Saturday, October 21st at the Avondale Town Cinema at 8 p.m. and Sunday, October 22nd at the Highland Inn Ballroom, at 7 p.m. We will also be doing our benefit show on October 27th at the Highland and Ballroom, and we have announced our charity, which will be GAIN, the Georgia Asylum and Immigration Network. It's a great cause, so visit our social media for more information. Okay, back to the show. Welcome to Plug It Up. Uh, this is the part of the show where we talk about what our guests are up to and what Critical Crop Top is up to, so you can uh, find out all the delightful things that we're putting out there to entertain you. Melissa, what would you like to plug? Uh, let's see. Um, I would like to plug maybe my movie Dead Thirsty. Dead Thirsty. Yes. With some other people I'm sure you've worked with. Sarah Bess, mm-hmm. Pedro. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, Pedro, uh, is in, Pedro has been in a couple of our projects. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's a movie we filmed. Uh, I just filmed at Women in Horror uh, Film Festival. Awesome. And yeah, you can find us at Dead Thirsty Movie on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And um, stay tuned. I believe I am for more screenings. There'll more be screenings. More screenings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now directed it's by a, Jason Wynn. It's a horror movie that takes place at a rave in the nineties, right? Mm-hmm. In yeah. a in an abandoned hospital nice. that we actually shot in Noonan. Very scary. Mm-hmm. It's actually the hospital that they use for The Walking Dead. Oh, that's nice. Uh huh. Awesome. Super fucking nice. creepy. Yeah. Cool. Anything else? Nope. That's about it. Well, Dead Thirsty's 
a real kick-ass movie. So everybody yeah. go check that out. So that's, uh, it, it's on Instagram. Is then there's a website? There's a website, deadthirsty.com. And awesome. y'all, even the promos for this fucking movie are scary. Fucking scary. I, they keep popping up in my Facebook feed. And like for months now, I've just been getting like pumped for Halloween just because of Dead Thirsty. Cause yes. It's like all over my Facebook. And yeah. I love yeah. it. Get excited about Halloween by looking for your local Dead Thirsty screening. Yes. Um, all right. Uh, we didn't really talk about it, but I feel like we know we, what we need we to plug. One thing. We have one important thing to plug. What would, would you like to, would you like to plug it? Yeah. We have a new sketch show coming up. Yes. It's called CCT after, or well, not CCT. It's after. called That's not critical, the crop, name of the show. critical crop top presents afterlife afterlife or hashtag CCT afterlife. Yep. That's our hashtag for like that. You yep. Yep. Hashtag it. And um, when is it? Uh, thank you, Melissa. <laughs> You're so this is like normally my job to keep people on track. It is October 21st and 22nd at, and a special charity performance on October 27th at the Highland Inn Ballroom. Right. So it will be a, a normal for the same show, yeah. uh, same ticket price, uh, ticket pr- $10 for each of those shows, including the one on the 27th. And on the 27th, we're also going to be raising money for charity. Uh, we have not announced the charity yet, but we will be raising money for yeah. charity. So it's a benefit show. So you can come see comedy laugh your ass off and um, put your money towards a good cause. Yeah. And we're doing that in partnership with, yeah, you with go the for Crim, it. The Alonzo A. Crim Center for Urban Educational Excellence. Correct. Yeah. It's a great organization. We're very excited to be partnering with them for this, uh, the final performance of our show. And it's going to be a real funny show, you guys. We got uh, new sketches yeah, and uh, new guest performers and uh, you don't want to miss it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Our new guest performers are going to be so good, you guys. They're so fucking funny. Yeah. So um, you, of course, can get all the deets uh, by following us on social media Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Critical Crop Top. Mm-hmm. And of course, uh, this podcast, the Feminine Mistake Podcast, we have a Facebook page at Feminine Mistake Pod. Mm-hmm. So if you've got some thoughts about poltergeist, things we missed, things that we got wrong or even how much you want to talk about Craig T and his hotness and his his non-existent hotness, whichever, (laughs) whichever side of the tracks you fall on, uh, come and come and talk to us about that. So, um, and also if you listen to this on iTunes, you can, uh, feel free to hit rate review. That'd be great. We'd love that. Drop us a little review. Tell us how we're doing. Give us us a little tickle. Tell us how amazing we are. Give us a little tickle. Melissa's just (laughs) chewing on one of these plastic rats right now. And it's like very (laughs) ominous and hilarious at the same time. Um, (laughs) Thank you, Melissa, for being on the show. Thank you so much. Thank you guys for having me. Um, We've had a great time with you. Yeah. Happy Halloween, everyone. Yes. Yes, Happy Halloween. Halloween. Get spooky. Yes. And And bye. uh, Bye. 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 Welcome to Film Roast. Hey everyone, Hannah here, the co-host of Film Roast, where two over-caffeinated and underqualified friends talk about all things movies. If you like film factoids, lots of sarcasm, and bad impressions, check us out on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. You can also follow us on Twitter at Film Roast Show and like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash filmroast. Happy roasting! <laughs>